Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to support the channel, you can click that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story is coming from I'm Being Me 32, who says, am I the asshole for banning my relatives from my wedding? I female 32 and getting married in February. My best friend is a trans woman who will be my maid of honor. I've been friends with her since we were children. My dad's older brother is very bigoted and quite frankly, hateful. He especially has an aversion to trans people and says the most horrible things about them. His wife is no different. I've decided not to invite those two to my wedding, mostly to protect my friend and to avoid drama. Their kids, my cousins told them, if their parents can't come, then they won't either. I told them to get lost and that my wedding would be better off without them. My mum understands why I'm doing this, but my dad is upset and says I'm being unreasonable. He keeps promising me that his brother won't do anything and will just sit quietly. But I refuse to budge. I just don't trust my uncle to act like an adult because of his past behavior. My mum told me that my aunt, said uncle's wife, has been crying one of her favorite manipulation tactics. Now tell me, am I the asshole? Am I really being callous in trying to protect my best friend? Now, absolutely, it's gonna be a not the asshole from me. And well done for you for protecting your friend in this situation. And this is your wedding. Would you wanna be sitting there thinking that something might happen? And even if he wasn't saying it out loud, who knows what he's whispering in the background and you just don't want that pressure and it's not fair to your friend either. Absolutely not the asshole. But Dell901 says not the asshole. You are a good friend and your uncle and family are not good people. There is zero chance he wouldn't say something. People like that always do. And congrats on the wedding. Dogtastic Life says not the asshole. Even without your friend there, why would you want a bigot at your wedding? It's your wedding personally. I think it's okay not to invite wankers. Sci-Fi Emma says not the arsehole. It would be up to your uncle and aunt to contact you directly and explain how they will moderate their behavior. They appear to be unable to do so. Khaki Cat says vote seems unanimous so far, so just want to thank you for being a good friend to your friend. Moondoggy says not the arsehole. No reason to invite bigots. If auntie wants to cry, have her read the stats on violence against trans people. And one more from Charming Charmanders who says not the arsehole. This is your event. You wanting the special day to be a safe place for yourself and those you love is completely understandable. A wedding is a celebration of love. Transphobic comments are not a place for that. Since you've known this friend for so long, I'm guessing the uncle has said some pretty rotten things about them in the past and has already shown their ass. I'm sure this gesture also means the world for your friend. OP replied to that one saying, you have no idea. During her transition, in her early 20s, I had to warn uncle not to go near her or else. I was still living at home at that time and she would often visit. My uncle to aunt live very close to my parents and I honestly worry about her safety. I made it clear that if he harmed her, I would call the cops and be a witness in court. That's how bad it was. 
And absolutely, why would you want someone like that at your wedding once again? Absolutely not the arsehole. There was never any way it was going to be. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from disgusting sister-in-law who says, am I the arsehole? Telling my wife her sister is disgusting for accepting charitable gifts from hospital. Okay, the title seems really strange, but please read on because it frustrates me a lot. My sister-in-law is pregnant and about to be due soon. During her recent visit to the hospital, she pretty much misled the hospital by telling them she and her partner doesn't have much support in the country. Her partner earns over 100K a year and she doesn't work. And in doing so, the hospital have now provided her with new baby cots, car seats, baby essentials that would be worth around two to 3K. Now, I male got upset telling them that those items are for struggling families, single mums who doesn't have support from their families that her partner makes above average salary and can easily afford it. She basically brushed it off like it's nothing and just said the hospital offered to me. I'm not gonna say no. The tipping point for me was founding out the items the hospital had provided her, which she didn't like, was getting listed on Marketplace to be sold. I told my wife, her sister and her husband are disgusting people who are trying to take advantage of charitable hospitals where it's meant to help those in struggles. Of course, my wife is upset at the commentary and I feel like I might have overstepped. So Reddit, please let me know if I'm the arsehole. And OP does add an edit to this one, which says edit, just thought it would be better to post an update than replying to everyone. First and foremost, the partner makes over 100K with no debt, so they can live comfortably. Misled the hospital by implying she doesn't have any support and doesn't earn an income. Sister-in-law doesn't work, but no mention of her partner's income to the hospital. I've sat down with my partner and explained the rationale behind it without making any commentary. So she is seeing my point of view. So she has speak to her sister and tell her to give the items back, even those they didn't need in the first place. Thank you, Reddit, for easing my mind, thinking I might have been wrong. And there was no way, again, you was going to be the asshole in this situation. If, if many people did this, they'd be using up the resources that the hospital has and then... Like you said, people that are in need wouldn't be getting those resources. So there's a 100% that you're not the asshole in this situation. And I do wonder, even if they was to give stuff back now, I, don't, I doubt that they could be used unless they are brand new and haven't been used. Because things like car seats, I know it's advised that they don't use them twice, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I'm going off there. Pretty awful behavior and not the asshole for calling this out. Cinnamon Gin says, you are definitely not the arsehole and what they are doing sounds like fraud and could possibly have legal consequences. Autumn98 replies that saying the hospital isn't going to do anything. Too much trouble and too expensive. Legal fees to go after some fraudsters for two to three K and it's probably more civil than criminal so police will doubtfully do anything either. I mean, you can report it to the hospital but I doubt they'll care. This type of thing happens a lot, I'm sure. I'd blast the couple on social media though. Court of public opinion usually has a much harsher punishment. The thing with charity that I've learned is that you have to let it go. Give and let God is my own philosophy. Give and let karma for the non-God people. There are about as many crooks and shysters out there than there are legitimate people in need. It's near impossible to decipher the two categories. You did your best to help someone and what happens after is out of your control. Not the asshole OP. You have an honest heart. Nimbus47 says not the asshole. I'd snitch on that beach. <laughs> it's a serious issue. Hospitals should be allowed to run a credit check or background check of sorts if people want to receive such a large amount of charity. 
Fairy Smurf says not the arsehole and let the hospital know. But according to previous comments, it might not do anything, so who knows? Odd Snow Hair says not the arsehole. Your sister-in-law should be ashamed of herself, along with anyone that supports her actions. Lola says not the arsehole, and it is actually disgusting. I'd let the hospital know. Those things should have gone to people who actually need them and not to make a profit. And Taring Velveteen says not the arsehole. Your sister-in-law is a flat-out liar. She should be ashamed of herself for taking those gifts directly from a needy family's arms. Your commentary was appropriate. Good for you for standing your ground against this fraud. And we recognize how hard it is to stand up to family. Absolutely, it can be tough sometimes. But what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Awful Mother who says, Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for a sketch that I no longer need? Recently, I needed some art for a project that I'm working on. So I decided to commission someone whom for the purpose of this post we'll call Kate. We agreed on a budget of $100 and that half the payment will be made once the sketch is done. And the other half once the image is ready. Once that was settled, I asked Kate if she could give me her email address so that I could send her references for the image. She gave me an address that didn't have her name in it and I sent the references, along with a few questions. Kate responded to the email and, to my surprise, the name in the email wasn't hers. It was something along the lines of Jane Smith. She signed the email with Kate though. This seemed fishy to me, so I ghosted Kate and found a different artist for the project. Unlike her, he didn't try to play any tricks with oddly named emails and was very professional. Two days later, Kate sent me a very detailed sketch, asking if she'd like any changes. I then told her that I found a different artist, since she seemed like a scammer, and told her that I no longer need her drawing and won't be paying for it. Upon receiving that email, Kate responded that she gave me a different email address because she forgot the password to her main email account and didn't want to go through any delays while trying to recover it. She said that her second account had a different name because she set it up for a friend 12 years ago as part of a school assignment. But that friend ended up making her own account, so Kate started using that email as a backup account. I told her that I wasn't going to buy her BS, to which she replied that she spent 10 hours working on that sketch and had everything I requested, therefore making her legit. So if I refuse to pay for her time, she'll make sure that I'll be put on as many scammer lists as possible, making it impossible for me to commission art in the future. Am I the asshole? So you refuse to pay her because of her email address. That's ridiculous to me. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for people for being, you know, looking out for scammers and not wanting to get scammed. It's rife these days. So we do need to be careful, absolutely. But you agreed payment upon sketch and completion. So I don't see how you could have got scammed in the first place for this. You're paying for a sketch, then you're paying for the completed, then you're paying for the completed project. For any artwork that I've had to buy, I pay up front anyway, regardless of the sketch or anything else. And you rushed ahead and found another artist in the meantime, ghosting that person. So yes, that person put a lot of work into what they did for you and you ghosted them. So yes, it's going to make you the arsehole. But Anne von Beaverhausen says you're the arsehole for sure. You decided to ghost her because you didn't like her email address and then she sent high quality detailed work and you called her a scammer for it. Jeez, I think if she sued you in small claims, she would win. And I think you're being a total a-hole. Ahender8 says you're the asshole. You agreed to hire her, then ghosted her instead of asking her about her email up front like a mature adult would. You owe her her money as well. Early Light says, I don't like your email address is not a valid reason to refuse payment, especially since she gave you the email before she did the work. 
How could it even be a scam if she wasn't getting paid until the work was completed? Oberdichter says you're the asshole. Your commission agreement was not contingent of her having an email account you deemed acceptable. She completed the work. You owe her the money. That is, mum says, you do realize that you could have waited to see if the sketch showed up. You never actually paid her anything. How did you think that was going to work as a scam? Pay the artist $50 for the sketch and don't commission anyone else if you're going to act like this. You are the one who's benefited without paying for it. She has much more justification for calling you a scammer than you have for calling her one. You're the arsehole. Whatever Bernice says, you're the arsehole. Lots of artists don't use their legal names for various reasons. Mine does not match my brand at all. However, if you didn't want her to continue with the commission, then you could have canceled it. You didn't and that is why you're the arsehole. And Calling Water says and quotes, once that was settled, then I sent the references along with a few questions and then Kate responded to the email. Then goes on to say, so you made a deal for her to do work and for you to pay her. You provided her with the information she needed to do the work and she answered the questions you asked her. Two days later, she sent you the work you had hired her to do and you told her you wouldn't pay her. You didn't ghost, you broke your deal. This was work for hire and you owe her for the work she did for you as per your agreement. You're the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you commissioned someone and their email wasn't matching up? Looked, may have looked a little bit shady. Would you have questioned it? Would you have just ghosted them? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And our next story comes from Throwaway Tired 01000 who says, "Am I the asshole for being angry that my coffee was swapped with decaf?" So my boyfriend 28 male and I 26 female have recently moved in together. Due to some health issues, I am always tired and struggle to have energy editing as some people have expressed concern. I know what my health conditions are and I'm currently on medication from my doctor for it. The coffee simply helps bring me up to a semi-normal level of energy when taken in addition to my medication. This has meant I end up drinking a few cups of coffee a day to keep myself up and going. The last few weeks I've noticed that even the coffee is not helping me and I'll be honest it worried me as I thought my health was growing worse. Why else would it not be helping? I told my boyfriend my worry and he told me that he'd swapped out all my coffee for decaf as he was worried about me and how it was healthier for me. I'm currently very upset with him as he didn't even consider telling me his thoughts and instead tampered with my coffee without telling me. He says, I'm being dramatic and it's just decaf but I'm wondering if our relationship is something that should continue as it just seems fucked up to me that he'd think that this is not only okay to do but normal. 
I've told him I need to think about things, which is only upsetting him and making him wonder why I don't see he was trying to do a nice thing. And we're going to start off with Fantastic Constant 36, who says, Not the arsehole. Huge red flag that he didn't think to ask you or to talk about his concerns before trying to control you and your food intake, especially as it relates to your health. That's not a nice thing. That's not caring. And that's not okay on any level. You are so right to be upset and angry with him over this. Alarmed Hamsters 4047 says, Not the arsehole. You never, ever, ever screw with someone's food and beverages. He had no right to do that to you. And if I were you, I'd be furious. How would he feel if you swapped out something important to him? Sheesh, that's a red flag that he's controlling. OP, I'd be more upset with him if I were you. Laurie93 says, Not the arsehole. If my SO dared to do something like that, I would make a huge scene. Don't touch my dietary choices and especially don't mess with my caffeine intake, for fuck's sake. Professor Fussypants says, Not the arsehole. If he was worried, he should have talked to you, not sneak around and decide what is best for you, like you're some child. And his little trick had you worried. How is that better than drinking some coffee? A drink in replace that one saying this. I bet he wouldn't have swapped decaf coffee for regular. Because he's probably smart enough to know that giving someone extra caffeine could cause a serious health event. E.g. I crave sugary latte once in a while. But caffeine does not mix well with my pots and can kick my rest and heart rate over a 140. So I'm very, very careful in ordering decaf. Swapping regular coffee with decaf caused OP to worry that her fatigue was getting worse. While it wouldn't land her in ER, it's still a very scummy thing to do. If he was worried about her caffeine intake, he should have said something like, Hey babe, have you discussed your coffee habits with your doctor? I'm worried you may be relying on it too much. And one more from Duke with an egg who says, Not the asshole. Nobody has any right to make unilateral health decisions for you. If he was so concerned, then he would have talked with you about your caffeine consumption rather than tricking you. He admits it now as if he did nothing wrong. But if he really did nothing wrong, then why did he hide his actions in the first place? Edit, extra arseholeness that you have medical conditions and are on medications and he would consider sneaking things into or out of your diet. Just adds the risk that, especially if he expanded beyond coffee, he could be unknowingly changing your diet so that it interferes with your medicine, leaving you and your doctor scratching your heads as to why things are going wrong. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? You drank coffee and someone swapped it to decaf. How would you feel about that without you knowing, of course? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Dryad2592. Am I the arsehole for calling my husband's sister slash my niece a spoiled brat when she referred to her dad slash my brother as a sperm donor? I know the title might be confusing, and I know this is some, some Jerry Springer leadership, so bear with me. My mother-in-law was my brother's PhD advisor. Without going into a bunch of unnecessary detail, they fucked around, he got her pregnant, and it was a huge shock to my then fiancé and I. I was totally devastated for selfish reasons, but it just felt so icky. I was mad at mother-in-law for not knowing better. I was mad at my brother for having a relationship with a woman who treated me like trash. I was just mad that I was going to have a sister-in-law who was also my niece. Mother-in-law dumped my brother and said that she had just been having fun and would never think seriously about a man significantly younger than her. My brother was devastated. He was very much under her spell and thought he was in love with her. Mother-in-law wanted to keep the baby but said she thought he had the right to opt out and she thought it would be wrong to ask him for any support, emotional or financial, and encouraged him not to sign the birth certificate. He had some contact with his daughter, we call her Grace, but mother-in-law didn't want him around too much. 
and he was in a dark place in his life. He got another advisor, but his motivation dropped and he graduated but wasn't happy with his work. He then began to realize how competitive the market was and felt like his PhD was useless. I also think he associated the subject too much with her and was just delusioned with everything. He settled for a job that has nothing to do with his degree and that he doesn't like, developed a little bit of a drinking problem and saw Grace here and there. Mother-in-law got a boyfriend her own age who Grace loved. She began to call him dad and they got married eventually. I have a hard time being around any of them for what mother-in-law did to my brother. I make the occasional obligatory visit, but honestly, I hate her. Grace never wanted much to do with her bio dad, but in the past couple of years, he'd gotten his life together, married a very sweet woman and had a baby. Grace makes no effort to see him. She is 15 now, and all Grace cares about is that her arsehole stepdad is going to buy her a fancy car next year. However, she sometimes makes comments about how my brother is a real dad to the baby. We went to mother-in-law's house last night for one of those super not fun obligatory dinners. Mother-in-law wanted Grace to pack her lunch for a tournament the next day and told her to put the phone down and come do it. Grace replied, hold on, I'm talking to my sperm donor. And I snapped and told her she is a spoiled brat and how dare she call her father that. She doesn't know anything about what he has gone through and he does love her, but she only cares about what a stepdad buys her. Mother-in-law immediately yelled at me and asked me to leave. She says I crossed a huge line and I owe Grace an apology. And on this one, we're going to start with hehehe97 who says you're the arsehole. What happened to your brother is sad, but I think you have a lot of misplaced anger towards your niece. She's 15 and made a comment that, in her immaturity, she thought was funny. She doesn't understand the nuance of the situation and she should not be blamed for having a strong relationship with her stepfather as he was the one raising her. Berna says you're the arsehole. Grace wasn't raised around or by her bio dad. Only towards her teenage years do you describe your brother to have gotten his things together. While that may be great for him, that doesn't mean Grace is obligated to spending time with him if she doesn't want to. Genetics doesn't make a parent OP. The man who is with your mother-in-law was there her whole life. If that's who she shares that connection with, you have no place whatsoever to not only call her a spoiled brat, but to then insist her father is your brother and not the man who raised her. You owe Grace and her father an apology. Lakers Last Stand says, Grace is a child and in her eyes, your brother wasn't there for her. You have the full picture. She does not. And quote, she made no effort to see him. She is 15 now. Then goes on to say, exactly, she is 15. She has no control over that. So in her eyes, her aunt came over for dinner. She had to talk to her bio dad who has not been there for her, wasn't in a good place when she did see him, and now has a new family that he is better for. Now her aunt, an adult, is yelling at her because she spoke a little rashly about it. You are an adult. I understand your anger at mother-in-law. What she did was an abuse of power over your brother and I don't trust that shit at all. But Grace is a child. You don't take your aggression out on a child. You're the arsehole. Becca says, everyone sucks here but the teenager. Mother-in-law is a predator. Brother had mental health issues and that doesn't change the damage he did to his kid. And you shouldn't have snapped at a child. I hope this poor kid gets the therapy she needs. Grubby housewife says you're the arsehole. You have no right calling her names. None of this is her fault. This child grew up with no father in the picture. Reasoning does not matter. How can you expect her to be super close and loving towards him when in her eyes he was never there and that was a family he actually wants? Her stepfather seems like he's there for her in a way her bio father isn't. She has every right to be grateful to him for that. You owe her an apology. And one more from Beach Lover 8282 who says, wow, you're the asshole. I don't care about how hard the woman makes it to see a kid. In America, fathers can fight for custody and to see their child. 
It sounds like you're blaming your mother-in-law when your brother opted out of parenting duty. That's on your brother. If his daughter thinks of him as just a sperm donor, that's on your brother. It's unfair to take out your frustrations on Grace. The situation is not her fault and quite frankly, from her perspective, her father is just a sperm donor. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What are your thoughts on it? Let me know in the comments below. And if you do love a Reddit story, there is a playlist on your screen right now that you can click and it'll scroll through the stories for you so you don't have to keep clicking all that sort of good stuff whilst you're doing your art, on your walks, whatever you're doing. Let me know in the comments below, by the way, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. When life was good, weather and palm trees Back in the day, you were everything I need But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love wasn't dick Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're selling false hope because you just